I'm Tommy Stinson. This is Brian Bell from Weezer and The Relationship. This is Guard. We're Muncie Gals. This is Cindy Wilson. This is Tony. And this is Miles. From Fastball. We're the, the Regrets. regrets. <laughs> and you're listening to Cigar City Radio. 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 Cigar City Radio is sponsored by No Clubs and StateMedia.com. Find out about upcoming concerts in Tampa Bay by visiting StateMedia.com and tagging no clubs on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Use the hashtag WeAreConcerts. Here's what no clubs has coming up in April. Friday, April 5th at Janice Live, there's a sold-out show with the Revivalists and Raylan Baxter. That show is sold out, so if you didn't get tickets, you're out of luck. There might be some tickets left at the door. Not really sure. We'll see, but that's April 5th. Tuesday, April 9th at the Ritz Ebor, get some yow, yow, yows with Children of Bodom, Swallow the Sun, Wolfheart, and Summoner's Circle. Nice little metal show there. Friday, April 12th, the Bouncing Souls are at the Orpheum with Crazy in the Brains, the Bronx, and the Casualties. I love that there's a band called the Bronx. That makes me happy. Monday, April 15th, Hate Breed, Obituary, Cro-Mags, Terror, and Fit for an Autopsy with a hell of a show at the Ritz Ebor. That's an early show, actually. Doors are at 5.30, so make sure you're there on time. Thursday, April 18th, the Adolescents are at the Orpheum with Neighborhood Brats and Slap of Reality. Tuesday, April 23rd, at the Orpheum, I'm going to give this one a try, Brandon Taz Niederauer. And Bobby Lee Rogers. I've I just butchered that butchered that name. But if you know Brandon Taz Niederauer, then go check him out Tuesday, April 23rd at the Orpheum. Wednesday, April 24th, closing out a busy April. The church is playing two sets at the Palladium. So that's a pretty nice, pretty nice month of April. A lot of cool shows, a lot of heavy shows. Um, and there's a bunch of cool stuff coming in May, including Government Mule on May 1st and some other shows that you can find at statemedia.com where you can see the list of all the upcoming dates in Tampa from No Clubs. You can follow No Clubs at No Clubs and check out dates at statemedia.com. Hashtag we are concerts. Welcome to Cigar City Radio, episode number 96. The song you just heard was Young Guns by Fever Beam 
Feverbeam was one of the bands that performed at Gasparilla Music Festival. Head to Spotify or Apple Music or Tidal or wherever you listen to music and check out Young Guns by Feverbeam. I'm your host, Randy Ojeda, and making the magic happen. A man rocking the sickest deer a horse shirt I've ever seen. Yo. Mr. Jason Solanas. I'm uh, I'm kind of upset right now after listening to why that. Are you, why are you upset, Jason? Because there's only going to be one Fever Beam release on Spotify, and I can't listen to them for hours. Or I can. I can listen yeah, to yeah, it on just, repeat. Just put it on repeat but, forever. There's going to be more soon. I know there's going to be more soon, but... Yeah. But I've, I've got a binge on fever bean. Yeah, well, you know, luckily we have that technology, but the rest of the world is going to have to wait. Mm-hmm. 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 Or they can check out uh, Fever Beam on Tampa Sessions. There oh, you yeah. go. Yeah. You want content. There's content. There's content. There's Fever Beam content out there. Yeah, they rocked it at Gasparilla, man. Our guest on this episode is a number of artists from the Gasparilla Music Festival. We chat with Jordan Esker. The Ruin Brothers, Parrotfish, Flip Turn, Joshua Riley, The Hales, and Sleepwalkers on this episode. A few of the artists who performed at Gasparilla Music Festival. For the whole festival, we were in the Replay Guitar Exchange tent. If you don't know Replay Guitar Exchange, they are one of the premier guitar and music destinations in the Tampa Bay area with an incredible selection of new pre-owned and vintage guitars, basses, amps, and other music gear. You can find the Replay Guitar Exchange at Britain Plaza. It's 3944 Britain Plaza in South Tampa. You can email them at info at replayguitar.com or just head to replay guitar or just head to replayguitar.com to see uh, some of what they sell. It's a really great store. They have so much cool stuff and a really knowledgeable staff who are professional and courteous and will sell you the coolest guitars and basses and amps and anything that you could want. If you want to play music, so you should be playing music. Why? If you're listening to this, you should be. You're, you should stop listening to us and go to Replay Guitar Exchange and buy an instrument and play music and make sweet, sweet music yes. for all of us. So thank you, Replay Guitar Exchange, for having us at the tent at Gasparilla Music Fest. Also, big thanks to Gasparilla Music Fest, of course, for having us for another year and giving us access to these incredible artists. It was an amazing festival, as it is every year. There's something magical about Gasparilla especially when the sun starts to go down, you know, it's just beautiful out there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Great weather, great scene, great music. So looking forward to another Gasparilla music festival next year. And yeah, we got a lot. This is a big episode. There's a lot of interviews here. So stay tuned, strap in, get ready. So here it is. Episode number 96. Hickson Park for Gasparilla Music Fest. This is day one of the festival. We are at the Replay Guitar Exchange tent right next to the Replay Guitar Exchange stage. And right now we are chatting with a couple members of Jordan Esker and the 100%, including the named man, Mr. Jordan Esker himself is here. Hi. And you're playing uh, a couple hours, right? A couple hours on the uh, 
On the, wow, the, it's the amphitheater two. stage? Yeah, it's yeah. already two. Three, we're playing at 545. All right. So, yeah. So, you're playing three. pretty soon at the amphitheater stage, which honestly is like one of my favorite stages at yeah. GMF every year. I feel like one of my favorite sets always comes from that stage. That's so, cool. hopefully, it'll be, you know, maybe it'll be the uh, Jordan Esker set this maybe. year. We'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how we do. I think so, we're going to do good. <laughs> so, longtime listeners of the podcast will recognize Jordan from one of our previous episodes. But the last time we talked to you, you had like, like, three times as much hair yeah, that's as right. you do now. Yep. So what is what is up with that? You that's when I cut it. That was like a week before yeah. I cut it uh, and donated it right for the album listening party. Um, yeah. And now you're you're just looking fly, man. Are Thank you going you. to the same barber that Matt's going to? Because Matt was just he, telling us. Who did you go to? Is. I go to Modern Man Grooming Salon in Gulfport. Okay. Oh. But she's moving to downtown St. Pete, I think. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, it's funny because actually on the way here, I was like, I got my hair cut. And Jordan was like, oh, I should have done that. <laughs> I was like, nah, no, you look going, fresh, man. man. You look fresh. I'm due for it, though. Yeah. I usually like the real short on the sides like that. Yeah. I actually still go to this guy. He's the guy that cut my hair for the uh, haircut thing. Yeah. He So I just go to his house and go in his bathroom and he just cuts my hair in his bathroom. That seems He's legit. He's like the best. He's so good. Yeah. I, I would love to have that kind of personal relationship with my barber where they yeah. cut my hair in the bathroom. You know? I'm about it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you just gave me this Jordan Esker sticker here, which I can add to my Jordan Esker sticker collection. <laughs> and on the back, it says, I'm not miserable.com. Right. So tell me, like, what is that? What so is that's the, miserable? that link goes to um, a place where you can premiere our, uh, the video for our new single, which is coming out. Um, we say that a lot in the chorus, so that's why I chose it. The song's actually called My Own Miserable. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but you'll find that out later. Um, yeah, so it goes to the, uh, we had a, a local animator create that. His name's Dwight Mathis. He created the music video. Um, yeah, it ended up being really cool. Is it a uh, fully animated video? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. It's like a lyric video, too. It's okay. got the lyrics on there. But um, yeah, that, the single comes out March 29th. We're gonna play it today. And um, yeah, just go to that and Spotify pre-save it and then you'll get to watch the video. That's what it's all about. It's all about, it's all about the Spotify pre-save. Oh yeah, I know, it's insane. Yeah. I actually say that on there because people are still trying to get used to it. So like on the fr cover thing, I'm like, this, like, remember buying albums? Like, this is what you we want you to do now. Just right. click some buttons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's so low commitment. You know, anybody can do it. Yeah. Just go on there and click the button and save it. You don't even have to actually listen to it, but obviously no. I'm sure you'd prefer if they do. Yeah. You know? We do, but, you know, the good thing about this particular single, I'm so glad that we created a lyric video because... For like the first year and a half that I was in the band, I just made up what I thought Jordan was saying. And so <laughs> So now this gives you definitive. Yeah, proof because of this is honestly, what I was telling one of my employees the other day, I was like, you know, Jordan, I love the way he writes. Like he's just got a very good writing style. And it's not like something that has to rhyme or anything. It's just like it's telling a story. So to actually have the lyrics on the screen and be able to watch it on the YouTube video is gonna complement the you know the regular Spotify or whatever platform you use to just listen to it. yeah that's awesome that's awesome I always remember the uh, in exactly you had Hennessy's always my problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean that sounds like a legit lyric to me I don't know exactly. what's the actual lyric so he says Hennessy's not uh, my problem I think jealousy is always my problem oh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I don't know for some people I feel like Hennessy might be a bigger problem <laughs> yeah, than yeah. jealousy but you know maybe one leads to the other I don't know easily yeah so the single's coming out March 29th and yeah. what's what's coming what's after that is uh, we have an EP um, we haven't finished recording it yet but it'll be ready uh 
It'll probably come out within two months after that too. Right on. So uh, yeah, have three more songs on it. Yeah. So so you're just you're not waiting because like the last record I feel like kind of just came out and now we're moving In right May. into yeah now yeah. we're going right into we're actually else. shooting for for putting out multiple EPs this year so definitely at least two and they're going to be in different styles okay so this one's kind of like uh, this song's like kind of like an 80s uh, synthy type thing um, and then the you know the rest of the songs will kind of be in that direction as well and a little bit darker and then the next one after this is going to be kind of like a neo soul type approach um, and a bit like brighter and then at the end of the year if we get to it we're going to shoot for doing maybe like a folk or even like a pop punk thing or something yeah. we'll talk about it I don't know. that's, really that's cool it. as hell man yeah. that's awesome that's like I mean I feel like you are one of those songwriters that you can do that where you can do different styles and it doesn't feel weird you know? somehow yeah. yeah I mean I just write a lot and throw a lot away so I, you know I every day I kind of throw a song away and maybe keep one every few weeks so. so it's like the what's that um mary condo or whatever the uh the, you know how she you like you have to decide if you love if something brings you joy or not marie condo you know what i'm talking about is, she, is that how book, you what book does she she's a i know it's like it's the thing about where like you you look at your clothes and you're like does this bring me joy no oh. so you throw it away is that that's what you do with songs you're just like does this song bring me joy no to throw it totally away. yeah yeah definitely <laughs> And that's why I like to dem- I'll demo stuff a lot and give it to the guys and be like, how do you guys, like, how do you feel about this? Yeah. But you sh- So, like, it's even, like, a cut from there because it's like, okay, got all these things and then some of them don't even get demoed and then some of them get demoed, like, six months later after- from when I created them and then we have the filter of the guys being yeah. like, you know. And, like, with that being said, you know, even if the music is somewhat of a darker tone or feel to it, sometimes that it can bring a person joy for me personally like it's it's almost like an outlet you know so when we're playing these songs it doesn't always have to have like a happy hopeful tone which has never really been us anyway yeah um or at least jordan's Jordan's writing style (laughs) but it is a good outlet i feel you know for certain emotions or feelings that we go through in life and I was thinking about this today, like um, something with, I heard someone say this about the Beatles one time, I don't even know who said it, but it was very true. Every song that they have has a bit of joy in it. You know, like even like their sad songs has like this like feeling of joy because you can just feel them like enjoying what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like, you know, that I feel like that about our stuff at least where I'm like, okay, even like some of these sad ones still have this kind of like you know like feeling of joy in them yeah um well it definitely like seems like you're having a good time you know even yeah. if, even if, like you said it's uh like this is definitely what you were meant to do you know like yeah. this is your thing so that's cool what's it like playing with this guy matt what's it like it's awesome um the the way i even it's really like the way i even got into the band was it was just like I, it wasn't a coincidence you know it was it was like a fate almost for me because I actually was pulled into the band by our bass player, Emmett. And um, me and him had jammed with these other two guys. And I guess they found somebody who could play bass and keyboard. I don't know if at the same time, but they ended up finding someone else. And Emmett called me up and he was like, hey, I think they found somebody else, but you should come check out this other band I'm in. And I go to jam with him and one of the songs that that he has, Periwinkle, I had listened to it like six months prior when I was just looking for music projects. Mm-hmm. And I had, I remember I had that song stuck in my head, but I couldn't figure out what it was from. And then I ended up joining up with him and 
you know, it's it's been good from there. We've us four have been together for about four and a half years. So it's it's awesome, man. I, I love hearing the stuff that he creates and being able to also add to it or kind of work on stuff together because Jordan's got a good music mind. So yeah. it's fun too because we've been, you know, like obviously originally started with just me writing stuff, but like slowly over time it's been involving them all in writing. Like for instance, the next uh, single we're gonna put out with this EP after the one on March 29th is one that actually was like a melody that Matt's had around since you were how old? I think it, it it's like 10 or 11 years old. It, yeah. I posted a YouTube video yeah. and he kind of took, he took that melody and he turned it into this awesome, like, like he said, 80s sounding synth song. That's, I, I like it better than the way I had envisioned it originally. Yeah, that's so, crazy. I'm singing like really baritone and like, it's, it's kind of like, it's like a synth wave type song. Um, and it just like, I've, I've been hearing him play that for like, you know, four years just at practice. And then one day just kind of like, I got this idea. I was like, Ooh, what if it sounded like this? And so, uh, I just kind of ran with it. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So. And, and this is the track that you can get from the preset. Not that one. No, It'll okay. be the next one. Yeah. Ah, after that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was going to say, because that doesn't sound, doesn't sound very miserable at all. <laughs> I don't know. The one at the, the next one is, I think, a little bit darker than oh, this one, all right. even, actually. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm about it. I'm about it. Yeah. So any other, so so you're playing Gasparilla Music Fest today, obviously, in a couple hours. But yeah. uh, what's what's next on the schedule for, for Jordan? Esmer? Um, We have, 100%. so we have our release show on, uh, for the single on the day it comes out at the the bends oh nice yeah doing a late one and then um we're doing a little tour that weekend too and we're playing in gainesville the 28th march 28th and then uh we're Del playing Rey. delray on march 20th, uh, 30th so when the single comes out we'll have a little tour in florida and then um i don't know we have various shows we're going to lakeland too in april and uh we're kind of trying to like regionally focus a bit more and just like jump out to stuff totally yeah. um and then uh you know just trying to focus on putting music out more often and playing a little more regionally. I, I, I'm all about that, man. I think that's yeah. the smartest thing that you could do as an artist now is like yeah. really just keep putting out content. You know, the, yeah. back, the days where like you would put out an, an album and then that cycle would last like two years or whatever, like that doesn't exist anymore. You know, you got to keep you got to keep, you got to stay prolific. There's too much out there yeah. now. I mean, Jordan, which he does a good job of it. You know, you post almost daily on Instagram or Probably not, not so much Snapchat, but yeah. we, sh we should probably get into that. <laughs> yeah, you guys are better Snapchat. at that. But you do post on Instagram and, and Facebook a lot, so that's the one yeah. I focus on. Yeah, you, well, you need like a TikTok channel or whatever. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. That's what you need, the Jordan Esker TikTok. Uh, we'll, we'll get Vince to do that. <laughs> yeah. We can separate it out. I mean, you guys do Insta or uh, Snapchat yeah. so often. Yeah, yeah true. You can just run that if you want. Yeah, that's that's what I'm all about. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, look, I love following you, so I, I definitely look nice. forward to seeing uh, your updates when you guys uh, go on this tour in March. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm excited, well, I'm excited to hear the new the new single. So. Sweet, yeah, yeah. That's awesome, guys. So, anything else you want to add for the uh, Cigar City Radio crowd today? Um, I just, I, I don't know. I appreciate everybody listening. Whoever's listening to this, and yeah. we're we're honored to be here, man. This yeah. Is, how you feeling about GMF? Is this your first well, time coming here? Or this this is. I don't know if this is my first time at GMF. Um, just as a fan of music. I might have been here once before in the past. I can't really remember. I've been to so many fests, but I didn't know this, but uh, the GMF Foundation or whatever their organization is, is a 501c3 nonprofit, yeah. which is really cool because they do a lot of good stuff for the community. One of my friends, uh, Chris Scamato, he was telling me to go check out one of 
is students bands because they got kids fest and everything so yeah. just just being able to play here man is is an honor man it's a blast yeah it's i've been wanting to play this since you know i moved back from tallahassee in in 2013 and uh have been you know starting the project up pretty much like a year after i moved back we all you know got together and started playing like a crowbar battle of the bands and i remember we um we got a rock the park gig from that and um it was like the same weekend as gmf actually so we had to play underneath the uh the museum like the overhang yeah, thing and it's yeah. crazy reverb uh, <laughs> but kind of cool though yeah. it, it was insane yeah. like i remember like a snare was like <laughs> <laughs> but like i remember like from that i was like dang like i really want to play you know the main thing and i've i've been to gmf a few times before i think so, um, you know, just pretty much hit and fill up every year and be like, yeah. hey, we're still here. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I did that again in November or something. I think I messaged him and, and just, you know, did some other stuff with, you know, that he coordinated and um, just got asked at some yeah, point. That's great. Just texted yeah. me one day and I was like, yep. Yeah. So. No, and it's, it's cool. Like you said, it is it is a really community feeling. Like it's a community yeah. festival for sure. Like even yeah. though there's national bands like, you know, the Avid Brothers and yeah. stuff playing today, it's like it still feels like the Tampa community and the Tampa, oh, yeah. the greater Tampa community coming together and, you know, celebrating, you know, this awesome And it, even like, yeah. even just like, I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to tell your other people about your music sometimes because it's like, oh yeah, you have a band, whatever. And like now I can tell people, I'm like, oh yeah, we're playing GMF and pretty much everyone knows what that is in Tampa. Yep. Yeah. Even down in Sarasota or anything, like, uh, you know, anyone knows. So I can say that and they'll be like, oh, you're real or like you're, you're <laughs> yeah, serious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, it's, we're lucky to have this right like right here in our backyard. So yeah, shout out to GMF for, for another kick-ass year, which we're just getting started. Like I said, this is yeah. interview one of day one. Jordan Esker in the 100%. Thanks a lot, guys, for, for hanging out with us. Thank you. Saturday afternoon, we were at Curtis Hickson Park here in downtown Tampa for Gasparilla Music Fest, hanging out in the Replay Guitar Exchange with our new friends, the Ruin Brothers. Is that that's right? Ruin? It's not. That's it's right. Not no, Ruin? that's uh, right. absolutely perfect. Yes. Ruin perfect. Brothers. Who? Yeah. Uh, where are you guys from? First off, where I? Um, we're well. Me and Rupert here. We're from a little industrial town on the northeast coast of England called Scunthorpe. 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 Yeah. It's, oh, okay. oh, there's very, not very many people when I say off the bat. Repeat it back. Correct. So. Oh, I'm proud. Congrats of that. to you, Thank sir. Thank you. Well done. <laughs> I, where, so it's in the north, north, northeast. Isn't it like um, if listeners out there are familiar with the geography of England, it's close to like Sheffield, Hull. Okay. Those sort of parts. Yeah, I was um, I was in England in May for a, oh, yeah? uh, a band that we managed was on tour there, and we were in Sheffield. Awesome. Oh. Um, but I think that's about as far north as we got. And yeah. We tried to go to Liverpool in our off day, but oh, that, yeah. we didn't make it over there. So yeah. <laughs> it's just too much to do. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Yeah. It's a, it's a, actually, but compared to the drives in America, uh-huh. it's... It's really nice. It's, it's yeah, really I bet nice. you enjoyed that, right? Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, sometimes when you're on tour here in the States and you have to go from one state to another it's like you know you could be a six eight hour drive or oh, more. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. when we were in England like there was no drive that was more than two hours I was like oh thank you <laughs> it was also my first time driving on that side of the road because I actually drove for the band <laughs> so oh, nice. I was like yeah it was really nerve-wracking that first day pulling out uh, in, onto the street in London <laughs> and having to you know figure that out London was, is yeah. probably the worst place to drive <laughs> yeah, it really was well. very brave of you <laughs> I, I know I, I honestly can't believe that I did it to be honest I'm, I, I'm 
really amazed that it was a thing that I did. Yeah, it's good absolutely. for you, man. Yeah. Thank good you. for you. Thank you. So, is this your first time over here? Or? No, we, um, we, uh, we made a record out here. No, not out here. Yeah, not in, in Tampa. No, yeah. no, in LA. Okay. In Malibu uh, a few years ago, and we, and we released it last year. And since uh, 2016, we've been living here. Oh, awesome. Yeah, we're living, we lived in LA, and then we moved to New York just over ooh, two years ago. And that's where we met Colin. Yeah, yeah. I'm not British. I'm American. You're you're American. American. Yeah. So yeah, we met out in New York. So so you joined the band out out in New York and playing with them ever since. Yeah, yeah, about a little over a year ago. That's awesome. And so the record that you're talking about that just came out last year, this is the one that was produced by Rick Rubin. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's really fucking cool. So like, how did that happen? Like, um, it's funny. Like over the course of like a year, I guess he'd heard the odd track or two from various people that we worked with in the past and uh, first one he heard was by our old manager of ours and he was like oh I think this is really cool and we're like whoa Rick said our music we think it's cool yeah. that was good enough for us seriously like right there you could just retire yeah it exactly. better than that and then like six oh six to eight months after um our A&R guy at the time like played him a, a few songs when he was in uh, the office in New York and um, he was like, I really like this one song, Summer Sun. Uh, he was like, I'd like to meet the guys. And a few months later, we went to his house in Malibu and that was it. Tell me about Rick Rubin's house in Malibu. What is, what is his house uh, like? It's very minimal. Yeah. Uh, like his production? Very minimal? Yeah, very minimal, <laughs> very white, a lot of space. It is beautiful, yeah. So he brings you over there, and then do you, do you like work with him that day, or does he just do, do you no. start con- to well, the we, conversation? Uh, yeah, we went over there and uh, just discussed music for about two hours. We played him a couple of songs acoustically, and uh, and then we parted ways, you know. But um, it must have been about two weeks later we got a phone call saying that Rick would like to produce our album. So then a couple of days after that, we flew out to Malibu and started playing. So uh, yeah, and laid that's, it all down. That's so cool. So it was literally, just, it was that quick then. It wasn't yep. like, yeah. you didn't have that much time to prepare with them. No, not at all. <laughs> Shockingly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this is a guy shocked, that's worked that's with like, you know, the Beastie Boys and Kanye West and, you know, yeah. everyone. So it's like yeah. how, you know, I would be so nervous to walk into the oh, studio. Oh yeah. No, I was cooking breakfast one morning in the studio. I'm there in like my robe. I just had like a shower. I'm cooking breakfast and Mike D walks in the kitchen. No. I was like, I did like a double take. I was just like, right, cooking on stuff. I look over, I'm like, oh, it's Mike Dean. It's, yeah. No, yeah. we had a, a few surprises. Chad Smith was the drummer on the record. No way. And uh, we had no idea that that would be the case until we turned up. Yeah, we were just rocking up and our and guy was like, we're like, well, our band, like, what are we going to, and he was like, oh, Rick says he's got a band for you. Okay. And then it's Chad Smith. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. so freaking cool. Yeah. That's nice. so awesome. Yeah. So that was that was pretty trippy. So, but, uh, no, it was a great experience and um, we were very lucky. And yeah, we we uh, we took our time <laughs> making the record as you would do if you're in paradise. Yeah. With all those amazing Yeah, if you're people. in Malibu, like, just keep that coming. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I wouldn't uh, want to leave there either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so, no, a lot of fun. And, yeah, we're, we're, we're really happy to have it out there and be talking. Touring, out, touring around now, and we're actually almost finished up with our second record now, which is um, right on. Yeah. And where did you record that one at? We're self-producing that one. Yeah. Sweet. We, uh, yeah, before working with Rick, we actually self-produced all of our stuff, and then um, yeah, we actually we 
whilst we were actually waiting to put out the first record, we went and did a load of other like of our own demos and recordings and stuff, and we went and played those for Rick, and Rick was like, yeah, those are great, get them out there. So that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> what was like, did you learn anything, any like nugget of wisdom from Rick Rubin that, that yeah. you're gonna remember forever? We learned a few. Um, one uh, great thing which I think he did for us was uh, make us hone in on what we're good at, what other people think we're good at, which is you know playing guitars together and singing together and not worrying too much about the rest of it really. So uh, yeah. that sort of came forward in the record, whereas before, um, you know, we didn't do that much harmony work and stuff like that on our recordings. So yeah. that became a bigger part of what we do now and uh, yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick exposed them kind of qualities so uh, and less is more like yeah we would we would track all the album we tracked the album live with no click track and we were um, we basically uh, Rick was there throughout that whole process and he was like you know what I really like what you guys do with your overdub stuff he was like I'm gonna just keep coming back and checking in you guys do that sure. and so, <laughs> so we just left yeah, we just threw the kitchen sink at it, and he would come in every other, every now and then, and like listen to that. And then he was like, um, and we had like, act, like we were like, oh, our buddy from the Killers, he plays some cello. Can we have him come down and record? He was like, yeah, man. And we're like, uh, yo, there's this keys player called Ian McLagan, the who's of the Faces, Small Faces. Yeah, yeah. Sadly, he passed away before the record was finished. We think it was probably the last record he ever played on. But uh, Rick like got him out, and we had string play, all, whatever we wanted, and we threw the kitchen sink at it. And then when it came to like breaking the tracks down and like him listening through it all, he was like, "Save that bit for the last chorus. Save that bit for the the breakdown. Save that bit for the last chorus." So like, there's gonna be nothing in the first chorus. Like, yeah, 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 it's gonna be nothing left. Yeah. But yeah. I've heard that that's like his style. Like that's what he did. Like with Kanye on Yeezus, was he just like had Kanye remove tracks, like with just mute sure, right. hundreds and hundreds of tracks, just to right. make it like this real minimal sound. Well, yeah. it's, um, it's very easy to uh, to uh, come up with little bits as you're making music when you're in the creative process. So um, yeah, we, we would non-stop come up with ideas, but then obviously you can't have all of them working together. I mean, they, they kind of have to follow suit a little bit. Yeah. So, um, to that extent, he kind of sifted through what was what should be the main melody part of maybe a guitar or whatever, and we stuck with that. So. Yeah, instead of like dressing it up with all these bells and whistles. Yeah, I mean, we love dressing things up, but uh, sometimes <laughs> we fought when he was trying to take it down, but uh, no, it, it worked out for the best. It, it was yeah. good in the end. Yeah. I remember there's this blue plastic wood block, and um, while, <laughs> while we were recording some tracks, it was like, I was saying to Chad, I was like, hey man, play that blue, uh, we called it the underwater woodblock. And he was like, I don't think Rick's gonna like that. And we we're like, no man, it sounds good. Lay it down, lay it down. And we'll try sneak it past him and get it on the on the track. And he was like, okay man, we'll do it. And we're all sat there in the control room and Rick comes in and listens and he's like, what is that? Like his ears are so sharp, he's like, what is that? And, yeah. and we're like, oh, it's this really cool like woodblock thing. Like we're gonna put it with a load of reverb on it. And he's like, no. no. <laughs> yeah, he said no. And we really fought him on it. We're like, no, we think it's good, man. He was like, well, okay, if you want to keep it, that's totally your call. That's cool. He goes, but just my opinion, I don't think that. <laughs> so the woodblock sank. It got it. <laughs> so that was it. Uh, the woodblock was gone. And the woodblock. Wood yeah. We got some wood in the next couple of new songs. 
Yeah, we got some wood. We got some wood stomping. And wood some stomping. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's there's right. nobody to stop us. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Without Rick Rubin to stop you, you yeah. can throw all the wood. You yeah, want. all yeah. that yeah. stomping. <laughs> so, so you guys, you guys are living out in LA or like in Malibu area, and you, they met. You guys met in New York, though. So you've been back and forth between LA no, and New York. We we actually yeah. now all we live in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we moved to Brooklyn. Collins in Upper Manhattan on the Upper West Side. Oh, right on. Yeah, yeah. I'm in Brooklyn all the time, so I work with a bunch oh, of bands oh, nice, in New man. York. So yeah. oh, you'll have to hit yeah. us up when you Definitely. come out, man. Yeah, we'll have to hang yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, without that, man. That'd so cool. so difference between now that you've been in both places, you know, what do you prefer? Are you LA or are you New York? LA all the way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I like LA, but. Uh, New York in the winter because you've got to have some snow over Christmas. Yeah, see, vibe, I'm know. from Florida, so I'm okay with never seeing snow ever yeah. again. I, I I hate I hate winter in New York. Like, yeah. I, uh, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. usually what it is. What do you? What about you? It's it's freezing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I grew up in Michigan, so like, oh, so you know, there's winter, but I'm just getting sick of it. You know, just like, yeah, so windy and cold, and you like walk everywhere in New York, so it's like it can be like you're cringing walking to you know yeah. wherever. It makes life so difficult. I lived in yeah. Chicago for like three or oh, four years. Oh, that's even worse. That, oh, that was yeah. the worst, and that's why I live here again because yeah, why would I, I yeah. want to leave? We were just yeah. in Chicago and it was freezing. Oh, yeah. I, I bet. So yeah, tell me, so what, what's the rest of the schedule like for you guys coming up after Gasparilla? Yeah, we're basically, after Gasparilla, we're straight back to Brooklyn. Uh, we're finishing up our second record, which is exciting for us. Um, we then got a lot more, like, we got a lot more shows, a lot more touring coming up just just throughout the rest of the year. So we, we, we're back. We just come from Georgia today. Uh, we're going to be back to Georgia for Shaky Knees Festival that last Love Shaky Knees. Great lineup there this year. Yeah, so, really yeah. great lineup. Uh, we got a load of fun stuff. Um, what's the one in Lexington, Kentucky? Forecastle Festival. That one's going to be really, really cool. Um, but yeah, but we've been looking forward to this one. Uh, yeah, I'm, we're glad to have you. You know, it's, it's such no, a thank you. We've seen this festival grow over the years that we've been here, and you know, it, it still feels like a community, like regional festival because sure. the whole community kind of comes out and supports this. But it's great to have you know bands like like the Ruin Brothers and the Avid Brothers, a lot of brothers theme this year. Yeah, I guess. there and, are yeah. they're like uh, management mates. They're on this one. We got the <laughs> oh, same really? management. Oh, yeah, okay, so. right on. Yeah. 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 Well, that's that's I, that's a good management to be hooked up with. Yeah, they're yeah. wonderful people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, shout out to that. Like, the, it's cool to see so many awesome bands coming yeah, to town and seeing what we got here. You know. Yeah, so. and you got Gla Gary Clark Jr. Gary Clark Jr. tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So it's yeah. a really it's a really like fun time. This is a lot. Of, everybody here looks forward to this weekend. Yeah. You know, out of every year. So that's uh, You know, thanks for joining us. What are your kind of oh. first impressions of Tampa? Um, um, we have honestly, literally just driven to our hotel and then we just came here straight away. And we came from around the back on, the, uh, on a golf cart. Yeah. But, uh, Do you have okay. any suggestions for us? Uh, I would say, you know, if you guys have some time, just head over to the river right over here. You can get like paddle boats and other things oh, and mate, just like kind of yeah. hang out oh, yeah. on the river. It's a gorgeous day and tomorrow's going to be gorgeous if you're here. So. Nice. Yeah. I'll race you, Colin. Yeah. We'll get paddle yeah, boats. Do, yes. I do a race oh, yeah, on the definitely. river and just the, the whole river walk down here is just beautiful. So, cool. you know, take it in and, uh, you know, yeah. Get some sun while you're here. We yeah. definitely have a lot of that. And so. we could do with some. In New York, we're not getting <laughs> a lot of it as much as minute. we can. Yeah, this yeah. Is, luckily, luckily, this is an audio podcast and not a visual one, or you would see exactly <laughs> yeah, what they're talking about. Park for Gasparilla Music Fest. And we're hanging out with our new friends, Michael and Austin, from the band Sleepwalkers, who just played a couple hours ago on the psych stage. And it was actually, so what I like to do for this festival is instead of like listening to you guys before, I'm like, okay, let me see the live show so that I can be 
surprised and like I can really get a feel for what Sleepwalkers is all about. And I think I got it. It's really fucking dope. So oh, thank you, man. the thank set you. was incredible. And uh, it was just it was just cool to like see see you guys, you know, on that stage. It was awesome. Thanks, so, uh, so you guys came out from Virgi- Virginia Beach? Yeah, no, Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, yeah, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. I, for some reason, somebody told me Virginia Beach and I, I got false information. They're close enough. They're close enough. Richmond's cool, though. R- yeah. RVA, right? Yeah, so. we have ties to Virginia Beach, but born and raised in Richmond. Yeah, yeah. Right on. With right. our label Space Bomb. They're kind of all from Virginia Beach, but Austin and I... Grew up here. So. Yeah. So tell me about the, the label Space Space Moms. Yeah, yeah. So they've they've done like a number of things. Uh, they've put out Natalie Crass's record, which oh, right did well um, a few years ago. Um, they've got their Space Bomb house band, which is incredible. Working with artists with like Devon Harris, he's kind of a part of that. Um, he played on Jack White's latest record. And, uh, oh. So the scene's really like blossoming, you know. That's cool. It's nice. Yeah, man. That's cool. What's the record store there in Richmond? Plan Deep Nine. Groove. What's that? Deep Groove or Plan Nine? Plan at Nine. Plan, Plan Nine. Yeah, yes, yeah. yes. I've had when when our bands come through Richmond, we try to get them an in store there at Plan oh, yeah. Nine. Oh yeah. That's a cool ass fucking store. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's so that's, the way to do it, man. Yeah, that's dope. So yeah, so tell us a little bit more about your music, just for the listeners that might not be as familiar with what you do you know because it's like i'm trying i i had i'm having trouble like putting my finger on the sound because it's like such a mix of styles and like there's definitely like a little bit of an 80s rock influence and stuff there too but it's like so how do you describe it i I think that it's like we we, it's kind of we're in the age of like playlists you know and we were in a band before you know and it was kind of like focused on one genre and we kind of were just tired of playing the same thing over and over again so we're like hey let's let's just play everything that we like yeah and so we we try to put in all of our favorite influences if it's you know pop or punk or rock or psych or you know soul whatever it is and try to have different songs that way it's like you listen to you know if you make it a playlist you're not going to be just playing it's not going to be all psych necessarily yeah i'm gonna put a pop song in here i'm gonna do this i'm gonna you know yeah. So uh, the general un- umbrella is like we do pop, but we originally called it dirty pop. Dirty and, pop. Yeah. <laughs> and then Insync took yeah. that from you. JT. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boy JT. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we, we try to do everything. I mean, obviously, when we play live, it's a little bit more rock oriented. You know. Yeah. You know, you can't get away from that, and we like doing it. So, but um, but yeah, it's it's all under the umbrella of like it's got to have good melody, you know, and that's about it. We like it's either good good music or bad music. Sometimes we get shit for that, but <laughs> no, you had some rock and harmonies. The melodies are great. So yeah, that that was like that was one of the things that really drew me over to the stage. I was like, yeah, the, the vocals are great, and like like you said, every genre that you just mentioned, I heard a little bit of that at some point, whether it be yeah, funk or soul or you know whatever it is. So that's a really cool like eclectic mix, you know. So is this your first time in Tampa? We played Ybor uh, uh, with yeah. J. Roddy Wallace in the business. Yeah, yeah. We've been on some extensive tours with those guys. Cool. You know? I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great guys. We're friends with them. They're actually a part of the Richmond music scene. Um, 
So we played, what did we play? Crowbar? Yeah, yeah, Crowbar. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool That's place. a rad spot. It's very rad, very rad spot. Very different vibe from here though, you know, Crowbar is right. like, you know, a grungy rock club. And then yeah. we're out here with like the palm trees and, you know, on the water and stuff. I know, stuff, I'm trying so. to get on a boat. Yeah, you should, do? man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, charter boat? yeah, you can rent a boat. You, there's paddle boards, paddle boarding that you can do. You know like, what would make this shit. whole festival better if they just had jet skis? Like I, I agree. Jump on one for I agree. 10 minutes, you know? I feel like that would be an insurance nightmare, but right. <laughs> yeah. like, that definitely sounds like it'd be dope as fuck. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm about that. So what are your what are your kind of impressions so far of Tampa and the city? It's beautiful. Yeah. What we've seen. Um, we just kind of pulled in right before we played. We had to play a show at 1 a.m. last night oh, in no. Savannah. So oh, my gosh. through the night. That is a drive. I did not sleep and came here and played the show. Oh, was that Savannah Stopover where you yes. playing? Okay, yeah. right on. So you guys are doing the thing. You're going, you're, you're Savannah Stopover, then you're hitting here, and then you're going to South by Southwest. Yeah. yeah. Ah, right on. So I'm going to be at South by Southwest all week. So, oh, no way. Yeah. What are, you, what are you guys going to be getting up to while you're over there? We're doing a showcase for music, it's like this uh, song app, which is gonna be cool. And then Space Bomb Review. Cool. There's a lot of cool artists on that one. You should try to check it out. Yeah, um, yeah. That's Tuesday. And then, let's see, Saturday's the Georgia Theater Showcase. Oh, right on. With like Illiterate Light, J. Roddy's new band, his like side project. Pom pom, yep. And uh, that one's gonna be that one's gonna be the raucous, just a nasty dope. party. Yeah. Did you say illiterate light? Mm -hmm. yeah. I just got hip to them like yeah, a couple days ago. Yeah, we're good buddies with them. Are they from yeah. that? From they're from the Richmond area too. They're, they're from Harrisonburg, but they basically kind of like adopted the Richmond scene a little bit. Fair enough. Come on to that. We just got off a tour with them and. Yeah, late October. Yeah. We've played a, quite a few shows with him, too. So that's super cool. So you guys are road warriors, is what it sounds like. A bit, you know. <laughs> How much do you tour? Um, not as much as you think. I mean, we did our the, the, the most extensive tour we did was with the Lumineers for a couple months. Way to bury the lead, man. That's, then, a, that's a huge tour. Like, um, what are you saying? And then, I mean, Jay Roddy's been a huge supporter of us, so yeah. kind of, like, got us in the scene. And, um, yeah, I mean, went every other month, just going for forever and ever until right. the van dies. We've been that last year. We were working on a new record, which will probably be out in July. Oh yeah, I was uh, going to ask about that July. Okay. And uh, so, like, we've been focusing on that and trying to do videos and other promotional stuff for that. But yeah, this year we'll probably be hitting it pretty hard since the record will be coming out. Yeah, so really, really, really hitting the road and supporting that record. And that's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. So, what what's your favorite aspect of like being sleepwalkers? Is it do you, are you like studio people? Do you do yeah. like to be recording or do you yeah. like to be on the road? Yeah. Or is it both? The road's fun, but we are we are studio. If we could stay in the studio forever and just put out records constantly. That's what we want to do. So. Yeah, we enjoy the like the debauchery of the road, but um, we, we've done it, so we're really pacing ourselves. But, dude, the studio is where the where the magic happens. It's true. It's true. I'm all about the studio. Very yeah. Do you do you record yourselves, or do you usually work with the producers, or what? How do you? We how do we produce it ourselves. This last record. You, did you produce yeah. yourself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and the first record we did too. Uh, yeah. Alex, our drummer, is the engineer. 
uh, and we all kind of like find the tones and work on everything together. And it's just the three of us really recording everything. Yeah, that's really handy to have a member of the band that can engineer the record as well. Yeah, yeah. that's super cool. Two for one. Yeah. So, uh, so tell me, is I've, I've never been to Richmond. I just know of Plan Nine, you know. But like, what what do I do when I go to Richmond? Richmond's incredible. Like highest. I mean, as far as restaurants go per capita, it's like it's like insane. Really? Yeah. It's a re- it's a Greek foodie town. Greek food, yeah. Vietnamese food. Um, Best pho. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You can't find Richmond, that Virginia. kind of pho in, in New York. Yeah. You really can't? You really? Yeah. No, we've got a little like a uh, Vietnamese, you know, just like this little town. A little village, a village of yeah. houses that they turned into pho spots. And they're Yeah. Also amazing. go to uh, Mekong, which is like, has been voted, what, best, best beer, beer destination country, yeah. four years what? in a row. Yeah, man. Richmond's happening. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the but music we, scene's popping off right now. Yeah. Uh, there's, yeah. Just like just like breweries are everywhere, it's like more studios are opening up and more bands are coming out. It seems like a That's lot of cool. people want transients to come, like uh, you know, oh let's let's build it up and everything. But if you're a true Richmonder, a lot of people they're not snarky, but they're like, hey, I don't want other people coming in and like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're but, you're proud to be from Richmond. Yeah, we do yeah. love visitors. You know, yeah. you should come, man. You yeah. Know, no, I'd love to come. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like a really just cool don't spot. move there. No, no. I'm not gonna, I, I can't leave Tampa. I love this place too much, yeah, you know? Yeah. And actually, the way you're describing Richmond kind of reminds me of Tampa, where it's like, you know, we have like a, a scene that's bubbling and doing its, you know, kind of in an eclectic way. You know, like some cities, they have like, you know, you, you go to Chicago and it's like really hip hop focused, or you go to, you know, Orange County in LA and it's all like psych rock or something. Yeah, right. But like in Tampa, we I feel like we have a really eclectic mix of music. Do you feel like it's kind of the same way in Richmond? It is. Like I said, it's just starting to like finally blossom. You know, and it's getting more worldwide recognition. Um, yeah. But you know, other than that, I mean, all the bars and stuff are great in Richmond. And then jazz scene, jazz scene, amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, um, like you're saying, Devon. Yeah. Devon, Butcher, Butcher Brown. You got to check those guys out there. Okay. Fucking incredible. They're, they're huge. Yeah. In the jazz room. That's very cool. Okay. They, they do a lot of. They work with like Robert Glasper. They'll, they'll go up and do Blue Note. You know, oh, yeah. No, that's serious. That's really serious. Oh yeah. yeah. They're, they're serious cats, man. And you know that that's something that I guess I never really realized that Richmond's not that far from New York or like not that far from like the rest right. of the Northeast there. That's, yeah. that's what's so easy about it. Why we love it is such a, the, the equidistance, you know? You can go two hours to the beach, you know, you can go straight up to New York, play one night, you know, Mountain. be back home, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. See, like, that's what I, I would love to live in a place that has closer proximity to New York, but not actually be in New York. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's really convenient. That's cool. Like Newark? Yeah. No, no, I don't want to, I definitely don't want to be in New Jersey. <laughs> God bless the people of New Jersey. Though. No, Virginia sounds like it'd be way chiller than that, you know? Yeah, I like that. Cause it, it's, it's cool. Cause yeah, you can definitely hit like some of those Northeast cities without having to like really, really make it into a huge tour. You yeah. Know? So. It's, it's been really helpful for like the start of our careers, you know? Yeah. Being there, you know, having that at home base, so it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Right on. So, so walk me through like the. I guess we talked a little bit about South by, but like, what's your schedule from here? Because you just played. You said you played last night at one a.m. in Savannah. <laughs> yeah. You're here. So, do you get to hang out for a little bit today? Yeah. Or? We're hoping to catch Far Side. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. We have another interview, but we're going to try to get most Another back. interview? No. Ours is the only only <laughs> yeah, and most important interview. I it it, it seems like it is. It's <laughs> yeah. the most fun so far. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. So, yeah, and you're rocking some Cigar City Brewing right here. So what, are you, what are you drinking? It's true. Oh, uh, this is... It's a highlight. Highlight. Oh, oh shout out to yeah, the highlight. It's one of the best beers in the world, man. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It really is. But I guess you guys are telling me that Richmond's got all the breweries now, so, you know. Well, okay. The Vale's good. The Vale's Vail is good. good yes, yes. Um, Mekong is a place that has all of everyone's Yeah, it's here. a curated, okay. like, Fine they've got a bunch in crazy rare from shit. anywhere, yeah. you know. Um, so if you're like, hey, I want to try this beer from this state and this state and this state, it's like they have, their beer list is like 400 beers. Oh, so, shit, yeah. La um, you know, But there's, there's a, Scott's Edition has become like a, a beer pub. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like every block is a new brewery or cider place or something like that, you know. That's really cool. So there's no, there, is there going to be a Sleepwalkers IPA? Like, oh, I feel like I that would, so. I feel like that Yeah, actually, that's, we're actually working on something with Hardywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've talked to him for probably a couple years, but we'll, we'll finally get that together. They did a couple of brews with our buddies, this, this punk band RPG. And, mm. so, That's cool. Yeah. I'm all about that, man. I'm all about, like, I feel like bands should do more partnerships with breweries, with, like, you know, marijuana strains. You should have a sleepwalker, Ooh. like OG. No, that's what you I'm know. talking about, baby. <laughs> like everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Edible thongs. Edible thongs? Yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. I'm into that. You like that? Yeah, I like that idea. That that would sell well at the merch table, I feel like. You know, everybody's got their shirts, they got their buttons and their stickers, but the edible thongs. It's like you know? Ed Gasparilla right now. Like it's just melting like at the merch no, table. Now would not be the time to wear an edible thong. It would be permanently stuck to your, your body. Which maybe if that's what you want. That's what you know? Like that's what you want. So did you think did you think this conversation was gonna devolve into edible thongs? No, I didn't, but I brought it up. I'm sorry. I feel like you had edible thongs on your brain the whole time, and this whole conversation was just leading towards that. And that's really the takeaway from Sleepwalkers. Yeah. It's like, yeah, sure, they got a new record coming out soon, but edible thongs, man, that's what it's really about. So, so before we wrap up, tell me, tell me about the new record. Give, give me the full plug. When's it coming out? What's the deal? Or do you do you not know? Are you working so we, on the edible thongs first? So we've got. Uh, three singles out from the new record. Awesome. Which are uh, Wake Up, Never Enough, You Fault Is Me. And then we've got another one coming next month, and we'll, we'll actually announce the exact date in one month. Okay. You can't what just can't just give a teaser for us right now? You know? Summer time. Exclusive. Okay, all right. Summertime. All right. Early That's July. That works for me. I like that. But it, could, yeah. it couldn't be July. Nine? They're well, they're seventeen. So to the, the listeners that can't see this, they're basically trying to decide right now when to release the record. It well, may or may not be. And then they can they can tell us when they want. That's a great idea. So tweet tweet at the Sleepwalkers or follow them on Instagram, and then then you can tell them when you want the record, and you demand it because it seems like they're withholding because they're too busy with their edible thong enterprise to really focus on music. I mean, what the hell, guys? Damn straight, Randy. It's a niche market. <laughs> Right on, y'all. Right on. So, uh, before we wrap up, any final thoughts for Tampa or the Cigar City Radio listeners? Ah, oh, man, the place is exquisite. Uh, this, this place is so goddamn lovely. Uh, all the people are beautiful. So, thank you guys for tuning in here today. It is a uh, beautiful, if slightly cloudy, Sunday afternoon. Seems the clouds are parting for a slightly sunnier forecast. We are here at the Replay Guitar Exchange 
guitar booth here at Gasparilla Music Festival, day two, and we are here interviewing Joshua Riley. Say hey to the uh, listeners here, Joshua. Hey, y'all. Great to be on with Cigar City. Yeah, we appreciate you coming out here today. So um, we wanted to ask you just right off the bat, um, experiences so far of Gasparilla, is this your first time here? Or is it uh, you kind of a veteran of, of Tampa and all the festivals and stuff? I am a veteran of the Tampa area. I've been here since 2007. Uh, I've only been a GMF one time, and it was when my children were younger and obsessed with Jason Isbell. So we kind of just swept in, caught his set, and took off. So this will be my first time really soaking in the, the whole experience. So first time as a performer then? Yeah, first time as a performer at GMF, and I feel really blessed to get the, get the nod to be here. And I know a lot of my friends and fans are real excited about catching the set so yeah we definitely are too you were definitely one of the i think we actually saw on your uh, facebook that you were one of the five acts to watch at gasparilla this year so i hope i uh, hope that uh, rings true we're definitely looking forward to it so um you said that you were kind of a uh tampa transplant of sorts you were originally from what was it springfield illinois what kind of facilitated that uh, that move down to clearwater here uh, the, the, the move was facilitated by the weather. You know, we, we did 27, uh, 27 winters in Illinois and that was about enough. So right after I got married, we came down here and started over. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I mean, most people, I, I definitely would say move down here for the weather. So that's definitely one of the better, better reasons to move down here. And obviously the music scene's really great here as well. You know, Gasparilla is such a such an awesome showcase of all the local musicians and some of the bigger ones, like you said, you know, the, the is Jason Isbell and, you know, obviously we've got Gary Clark Jr. headlining tonight, so that's going to be a pretty fantastic way to cap things off at day two here for sure. Um, so you've got an album under your belt as well, 2017's, uh, let me double check the name here for it, so just so I don't mispronounce it or anything. Um, Mercy on the Strange, yeah, and that came out on Ebor City Records as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about kind of the process of that record and and. and... Uh, well, it came to be. Uh, I started a, a songwriter night that I do weekly uh, in Safety Harbor. It's called the Melody Artisans of the Crooked Thumb, and uh, it came from one of the fellow songwriters who happened to be the proprietor at Ebor City Records. Uh, he 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 based it as a selfish move to. Uh, sign me and get this stuff, the ball rolling on recording the album because he wanted to hear the songs when I, you know, when we weren't hanging out. So uh, that's where that's where it all came from. And uh, it just, you know, I was able through this songwriter group to come up with uh, enough material for a full length album of songs that I felt like I could really get behind. And we, we just set up the, the time and uh, got into Zen recording down in Pinellas Park uh, by St. Pete. And we, we put it together with a lot of my friends and a lot of uh, players that were um, kin to Ebor City Records. And, and we, we pieced together the, the, the musicians and, and just made it, made it happen. Well, there you go. And it sounds fantastic, too. I checked out a lot of the music videos that you had on your YouTube page, and it's, it's, it's very cool. I like that a lot. That, that kind of like Americana you know, kind of Johnny Cash, you know, rootsy kind of vibe. I, I dig that a lot, and I know Kelsey does too. We were very excited to see the Avet Brothers last night, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 
Basically, uh, we also saw that you had a, a Tampa Sessions performance. We've been working with uh, Tampa Sessions as well recently, getting some uh, other local bands like Fever Beam, who's performing here later today. Um, so how did that Tampa Sessions uh, thing kind of come about? Uh, it came about from me seeing a couple of the videos that they were doing and, and then just reaching out to, to Joe. And uh, it was like a really laid back, really comfortable experience. And uh, yeah, he was, just, he was just getting after me for uh, not, not coming back to visit. So I gotta, I've, I've got a, a bunch of new songs under my belt right now. And uh, it'd be a pretty good place to go over and, and try to get him in front of some people, I think. Uh, so I'll be setting up a time with Joe to get over there again. Yeah, that was going to kind of lean pretty nicely into my next question. Just sort of like what's next down the pipeline? Because obviously the album was down in uh, 2017. So, you know, obviously you said you've got some new songs that you're working on and kind of perfecting. And so, you know, are we talking like an EP, like another album or something? I think it's going to be another full length album. Yeah, it's going to be another full length album. We don't have anything set in stone yet. I'm actually just now... Uh, settling all debts uh, from the first album and and um, so that that's a relief and feels really good and I, I didn't want to start anything new until I was you know totally totally paid off from that whole experience uh, which it's it gets expensive so it takes it takes a working songwriter uh, a while to pay that kind of stuff off <laughs> so but yeah we're there now so it's gonna be um, it's going to be moving quickly from here on, on another full-length album. All right, very cool. Yeah, it's, it's obviously a little bit more of a grind when you don't have the, uh, the seven-record deal with, with RCA or anything like that. So I definitely respect the grind. You know, I, I'm somewhat of a, a, a musician myself, but I'm, I'm more electronic, so it's very similar in the do-it-yourself sense. But, yeah, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. But we are both definitely looking forward to it. I know Randy and Jason are... Certainly uh, going to be listening for it when it comes down the pipeline. So, uh, yeah, just one, one last question, basically. Um, uh, tell us a little bit about your hometown, uh, Springfield. You know, is it, uh, tell us kind of something that the listeners might not expect, uh, you know, to kind of come out of Springfield. You know, is there something that maybe um, is kind of underrated or think that maybe people should check out? Oh, what, what's going on in Springfield now that we should check out, or? So, so when I was in Springfield, um, developing, you know, my myself as an artist, I uh, I had a really fortunate situation to where my brother was uh, in in music and did uh, a lot of booking. So he actually had a spot. Um, in the the Hilton Hotel called the Underground City Tavern, and it was a stop-off point for a lot of bands that were traveling from Chicago to St. Louis. And so, uh, the, the, although that venue's gone, it was a great place for me to to cut my teeth on uh, on opening for big names like Billy Joe Shaver, Slade Cleaves, uh, Wanda Jackson, all kinds of people. And it, it was, I mean, it was a it was a great place to get my start. But then. Coming down here to the Tampa Bay area to have this market of Tampa, the market of St. Pete, uh, Sarasota, it's it's and it's just amazing. Like uh, there's a lot of support from the folks in Tampa, and it was it was a good move. I still I still go back to Springfield. I still have a great amount of support there. I'd say over half my fans are based in the Midwest, and so it's always 
always a plus to get back home and uh, and and hang with them and perform and for them. Play guitar so. exchange, and we're hanging out with a band who I just saw at the amphitheater stage, Flip Turn. Now you guys are from Florida, right? Yes. But you you were not specific about where in Florida you are from. So I want to clarify that first. Where in Florida are you from? We're from Fernandina Beach. Um, it's like an hour north of Jacksonville. Okay, so I was gonna say I have no idea where that is. Yeah, we're <laughs> we kind of say like we're from Jacksonville, but we also play like a lot in Gainesville. So it's okay. kind of very small Florida. town, like small town USA. Like, yeah. How many people know about it? Kind of like a is it like a beach vibe? I mean, it's you know. Yeah, kind of. Okay. It's an island, like it's also known as Amelia Island. So like it's oh, okay, a vacation yeah, yeah. place. So, but we went to high school at Fernandina Beach High School. Like, so they call it town Fernandina Beach. Yeah. And is that where the whole band met? Is that where you guys yeah. all met? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we met. Um, me, Tristan, and Adrian actually went to um, elementary school together. So we've known each other since like fourth grade. And I, we all met Dylan and Taylor in high school. Um, Dylan moved to our, our town his freshman year of high school. Yeah. And Taylor and I met our, my senior year, her junior year oh, okay. of high school. Right on. And then is, then is that when the band formed? Is it like your junior year of high school? Um, so More like senior, senior year. But senior year. Yeah. That's really cool. And I've seen like you guys have been like opening for a ton of cool bands, you know? So what's what's that experience been like? And you, you've been on tour and... Yeah, it's been super cool. Um, just, we're super lucky to be able to open for these yeah. awesome bands. It's definitely lucky. It's definitely, you know, makes you want to get better, obviously, because one day you want to be those band that other people are opening for, you know, but it's definitely nice to, you know, have a privilege to play with such amazing bands. Like, uh, we played with Japanese Breakfast re recently. Uh, yeah, The love jazz them. collection is pretty cool. Um, playing here. Yeah. yeah. Cool. No, this is really awesome. Is this your first time coming to Gasparilla Music Fest? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right on. Well, welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Is it your, is it your first time in Tampa? No. 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 Okay. Have you played in Tampa before? Yeah. Where'd you, where'd you play when you are in Tampa? Um, we just played at the Orpheum. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, That's like right down the road. Yeah. That, that direction. Oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, we played there and... Played a lot of St. Pete as well. We played yeah. at the Green Bench yeah. Brewing Company. That's a cool little... Shout out to Green Bench. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Green Bench. Uh, where else? Pretty much those two areas, those two places, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right on, right on. Yeah, I saw, I was checking, peeping your Instagram a little bit and I saw you guys making the drive over and that's when I started to figure out, I was like, where are they coming from, Florida, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, cause it, it looked like you were in a very different place than this. And I guess that's kind of true. Like people don't really realize that like the North coast there of Florida is, yeah. a, is a totally different vibe from, yeah. from here, yeah, totally different. you know? We're actually just talking earlier about like yeah. we're walking back from parking the car and we're like, this actually feels like Florida. Where I'm yeah. From. yeah. <laughs> it kind of like doesn't, but. South Georgia. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, you're almost Georgia, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like, it's almost not even Florida. It's so but, pretty here. So. Yeah, well, when we got, yeah, we got, we got probably more palm trees than you do up there, <laughs> I, would, I would assume. The palm trees are always picturesque. <laughs> I just, uh, you know, like Instagrammed a picture of this stage here and it was every, all of my friends that are, you know, in New York and stuff are like, hey, this is a, it's a really cool looking little city you got there <laughs> so the palm it's the palm trees it makes everything great yeah. so uh so tell me tell me a little bit more about what's going on with flip turns i know you had the record come out like recently and you just put out like another acoustic single i think i saw or okay. yeah. yeah yeah um we had uh, it's actually not as recent as like uh it, it feels like it's almost been like a year since uh citrona came out which is like our little uh ep 
five songs. And then the, recently we just put out an acoustic version of our song August, which has been doing very well. Um, that's our most popular, like on Spotify, Apple Music. And stuff like yeah. Um, and then you want to talk about tour? Tristan, you want to say Tristan, they're, Tristan. they're looking to you like, Tristan, okay. this is All your right, time to shine here. Yeah, and actually, this is our second tour. And actually, cool. we're the same exact month we did last year, which is cool. Yeah. Did we did like, what, May last year, actually? But May, April, same month. Did the same month in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, all right. In April. The spring, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, we're starting um, around, what, March 21st? Yeah, March 21st first date right, Tampa, around here, Tampa. right? Yeah. Oh, right on. Where, okay, so you're starting March 21st yes. from here yeah. and going where? What's the route? We're um, going all the way up to like Brooklyn, New York, and Vermont. Vermont. Yeah, that's Vermont. A, probably the farthest we'll go is up to Vermont. Yeah, that's pretty far. Yeah. Where are you playing in Brooklyn? What is it called? Gold Sound. Gold Sound. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to shout out to Chenk over there at Gold Sounds. Yeah. Had some shows there for sure. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. That's right on. So that that's coming up. Are you like, are, is are you do you have some kind of weird tour ritual that you have to do to like get yourself pumped and ready for that tour? Just this trip down here is like kind of got us like really excited for it. I guess you this could say. Um, like it's I the last time we went on tour, the one thing we learned was how how terribly we ate. So like this time, this time we're coming down and uh, we're trying to eat a little bit healthier. <laughs> it's it's not just good. It's not just gonna be Taco Bell twenty four seven. No, that was no. the first tour. And that yeah. Was, <laughs> I wish, but yeah. It's it's it sucks because it's easy to get into that trap when you're on yeah. tour and you start eating really bad and you you know you just you're in the van all day yeah. or whatever and it's you, just you don't yeah. burn it off on stage. No. Yeah. No, you really don't. <laughs> you don't burn it off on stage. Yeah, and then you like I don't know like it, it gets depressing because you're just like yeah. eating Taco Bell every day and. It's like yeah. you know, I love Taco Bell too, but you know, you kind of get kind of get sick of it on the road. What What are your uh, ultimate road snacks? Check mix. Not for me, but for you <laughs> Dude, no, he's just throwing you under the bus yeah. there. Because yeah. your dad makes Chex mix, right? Oh, yeah. homemade Chex mix. Pretty good. Uh, maybe he'll make us some for the, for the road, uh, but... Should. It's like the spicy kind. It's good. Either that or like hint of lime. That was my favorite. Hint of lime tostitos, uh, tostitos oh, yeah. chips. Those are my favorite. My girlfriend thinks I'm really weird because I love those chips, but those are my favorite. Yeah. Wait, just plain? No, with the hint of lime. No, you put with nothing yeah, on Yeah, with nothing on them. <laughs> yeah, just plain hint of yeah. lime. It's just the lime flavor it's is all you need. Flavor, yeah, exactly. oh, I see, I see. Exactly. No dip needed, no, just no. dry chip. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. See. See. That's see. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't know if I can subscribe to that. Honestly, I, I'm with Tristan over here. I feel like you need to put something on there. You know? That's right on. Yeah. You guys seem like you'd be a fun hang on the road. It's like, have there have there been any big like band blowups though? Any big drama coming from being on the road? Not really. No, Not really. No, you guys are chill. Uh, you get along. I mean, like, if anybody like gets annoyed with each other, we all have headphones. So I mean, you know, yeah. it's definitely a long trip. But like, you know, nobody like blows up or anything. Like that. so, That's good. That's good. I'm glad to hear that. You seem like too friendly of a bunch. So, <laughs> you know. Anyways, so uh, yeah, I saw your set earlier at the at the Furman Amphitheater stage, and that's actually like one of my favorite stages here at GMF because cool. it's such a cool, like, intimate vibe. It is. You know, and uh, I think you definitely like broke the record for most people and instruments on that stage today you know having a full like five piece band there was uh was was cool it was really cool because usually that's like they have like acoustic acts or electronic acts there
there, but to see an actual band, I was like, all right, this is awesome. awesome. You know, and then you were and then you were really good. So it was like it made it a lot more fun. And I, I know there was a lot of people that uh, were kind of spilling over from the end of the the Uncle John's band performance into your you know into the amphitheater there. It's like a nice like place to hang. So what was what was your what was your set like? What was the ex- experience for you? Uh, well, I just got I just uh, just today tried playing. I had the flu all week. Oh, okay. like, really oh bad, shit! Like, no. Cough and everything like that. So today, today's the first time I've sang like really in like two weeks. So it was definitely like a a bit. Uh, we didn't really know what was gonna happen, but uh, it, it was still fun. Yeah. yeah. I would have never guessed that you had the oh, flu. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you guys were ripping, like seriously. It was a it was a breath of fresh air um, for, you know, to see that. So I think the crowd was really into it too. So what's the uh what's the response you've gotten? Did you get did you get it, you know, enveloped with love when you got off the stage? Yeah, or was... yeah, that was nice. yeah. yeah. It was really awesome. It was so cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, people that have never seen us before came up. Like, oh, oh, thank you. Like, <laughs> it's definitely nice with people that have like especially a place like here, like we We've come to Tampa a few times, but we don't like have a huge following. So it's nice when like people are like, "Oh wow, I'm gonna really, you know follow you guys now." Like we really appreciate the music. So that's always very humbling and very cool. You know. Just, yeah. Right on. That's super cool. Yeah, and it's, it's, and then that's how you grow. You know, that's how you grow as a band. It's just getting in front of people and making those. Real- All right. So we are here at Gasparilla Music Festival, day number two on a balmy. Sunday afternoon. We are here interviewing the Hales. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and pass the mic around so our listeners can get uh, the names of everybody here. So just uh, one by one here. I'm Zach. I'm Andre. I'm Robbie. I'm Dylan. And I'm Franco. All right. Thank you guys for joining us today. So I see you guys here are from Gainesville, Florida. Born and raised or uh, we transplants? No? (laughs) Um, Yeah. So Four out of five of us are or were college students at the University of Florida. Um, Go Gators. Um, But most of us actually reside in South Florida, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Okay, so either way, you guys had somewhat of a drive to get here today, sounds like. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, My girlfriend and I, Kelsey, were just down there a couple weeks ago for Three Points, the music festival down there. Yeah, very, very cool. Yeah, that was was, was quite quite a festival for sure. Um, so you guys, um, you guys are here. Is this like your first time performing at Gasparilla or even like attending Gasparilla? Yeah, yeah. this is our first Gasparilla Music Festival. Um, we've played Tampa a couple times, but yeah, this is cool. Yeah. I love it. I was, so I was raised here. Um, wasn't born here, but I was raised here, so I know the area pretty well. So yeah, it's, cra- it's crazy, you know, walking around, seeing this transformed. You know, we come down here all the time to hang out, so it's cool. It's a really nice setting, too. I remember, I'm, just, I'm liking the, uh, the backdrop of that. I was told that building, that Russian-looking building, is part of University of Tampa. That's, okay, yeah, yeah. That's really, that's a, just like that, that with the water, is, it's very nice. It's a very nice setting. Yeah, both both my girlfriend uh, and, and I did it, attend there at University of Tampa, so it's, it's definitely very cool to, like, kind of be on the other other side of things but uh yeah so thank you guys for joining us um i want to just kind of run down your um your discography so far it doesn't seem to be much it's pretty much just we've got an ep 2017 we've got uh, a couple new singles coming out late last year younger and stay why don't you guys tell us a little bit about those like just kind of the creation of those singles 
Yeah, so Younger came out uh, about a, this time last year, and that really kind of spawned a new direction for us. Um, the EP was something, you know, we took a lot of pride in, but it's something we're kind of moving past right now. Um, and Stay is kind of a continuation of that new sound. And, you know, it's really hit home with a lot of people on Spotify, on Apple Music. The streams are doing amazing for an independent band like us. So we're really seeing a lot of growth that way online. And um, we actually have a new song coming out in April that, you know, continues that same sound. Probably going to do another two in, like, the summertime. So, yeah, we actually just got out of the studio this week. So there's more on the way. All right. I'm sure listeners are going to be excited to hear that. Um, I, that was definitely going to lead into my next question, too. Just kind of like what's down the pipeline for you guys. So I'm looking forward to the, the next songs coming out here. Um, I saw you guys are going to be playing a show in Portugal coming up soon. What, what's, what's, what exactly is the story behind that there? All right, so Google's got us messed up because I have no clue. My mom texted me the other day. She was like, are you guys playing Portugal in May? And I was like, no. She's like, you're opening for Toro y Moi. And I was like, yeah, no. Um, but he's at this festival, so I figured just like Google, like the algorithm got it wrong. I don't know what's going on, but... Yeah, we're not doing that. I think it's legally has to be held up by contract, so we will be contacting Toro Imois team and getting ourselves out there as soon as possible. Well, we'll, uh, we'll reach out to Toro as well. I think uh, my boss is actually on a plane with him to South by Southwest right now, so I'll, uh, I'll send him a text and see if they can get that figured out before they land. That's, that's, that's pretty fantastic. The Google algorithm strikes again. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit for those who kind of like are, uh, are more known around the Gainesville area, kind of like for those who aren't familiar with Gainesville, what's sort of like something that Gainesville might not be known for, you know, people might not know Gainesville for, something kind of underrated? Um, yeah, I guess. When I... It was, it was there before. When, 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 I, um, when I first went, uh, started going to school in Gainesville, I really wasn't expecting much in terms of a music scene. And since I joined the Hales when I was a freshman, you know, I've gotten more exposed to the local bands. We've played at a bunch of different venues, and uh, there really is a nice mix. Um, lots of up-and-coming bands around our age, uh, all sort of pulling from different styles. So it's, 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 it's really cool to have been a part of that and kind of see, have seen that grow over the years. Yeah, I took a tour of the UF campus a couple of years ago, just looking around for colleges. And I, I, one thing I noticed was like the immediate area is very just like a lot of music venues, a lot of bars, a lot of just like it's a really social kind of place, you know. So it's very cool to see a lot of things happening around there. Um, it's happy to hear that. Um, and I, I know we've kind of already touched on this a little bit. Obviously, uh, we're not going to be in Portugal in a couple of weeks here, but. Um, Sort of obviously with the songs and more studio time coming up, you know, um, what what's what what is next kind of for the Hales? Like, do we have any more or uh, any tours down the pipeline or anything like that? Um, yeah. So show wise, um, a little bit here and there over over like you know the next couple months in Florida. Um, we're actually in the process of moving out of Gainesville to Miami permanently, so we'll be doing that. Um, yes, but we'll you know we'll go back to Gainesville all the time. Um, we'll just keep playing Florida. We just came back from New York, uh, played in Brooklyn this last weekend. So, you know we'll take you know we'll take whatever shows we can, but we're not like doing any extensive tours yet. So, 
No, no, no South by Southwest, but yeah, we'll see. We're, we're, we're going to try to put out some more singles first, and then we'll see where we're at. Smart move, definitely, and we'll uh, we'll definitely make sure the listeners get to, uh, get a listen to those new uh, those singles that you guys put out last year. Make sure you get some more listeners on your radar. So hopefully, once the next singles come out, we can get to, uh, get a bit more audience for you guys. So maybe we'll, you can uh, kind of inadvertently send you out to South by next year, maybe. So, well, we yeah, maybe. So yeah, we uh, that's all the time we've got for today. We really appreciate you guys coming out. Is there anything else you guys want to? Say drop before you uh, before you head out. That's all. We are the Hills signing off. Sorry, so sorry. Thank you so much. So you kind of just formed your own community over there, and then are yeah. you are you touring now, or did you just come down for for GMF? We just came down. It's our spring break. It's our spring break. <laughs> oh, shout out! We're yeah, still yeah. college boys. Out. Okay, all right. This is this is a great way to spend spring oh, break. Yeah, yeah, just saying, like, yeah it just started. Off ever. Yeah. Like the weather is beautiful, and you guys are drinking some Cigar City Brewing IPAs here. Oh, so yeah. shout Cigar out to the Highline. Speaking of that, where's Joe with, with my where's Joe with my logger? You know, I asked I him to get, bring that. Fucking Joe. Joe, man. <laughs> what is Joe what is, doing? What is he good for? Besides? So fucking <laughs> guitar, he's the best guitar player in the world. <laughs> but so I definitely like you were one of my kind of discoveries of this year, right? So so I try to debate. I'm like, should I listen to the, all the bands before the festival, or should I wait and see what they have to offer? So for you, I waited, and I was like, let me. See what Parrotfish is all about, and then when you guys started, I was like, "Shit, this is a lot of energy for this early in the day." <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, we used to plan like what we played like noon last time. Yeah, we played here two years ago. Okay, and we were uh, way like it feels way different now than it did then. Just for a little different, yeah. Yeah, well, I, like I said, you you basically turned this into your own party because it was like everybody was jamming and like the the pit, I guess if you could call it that out here, is like was just miles deep of people. Like I actually had to I had to get back to this uh, to this chair, so I had to like literally walk around the entire building because I couldn't like I couldn't just go through the crowd because Parrotfish was rocking it so hard. So. It's a good it's a good area here because. Um, Right after Uncle John's band finished, all those deadheads, I feel like, started just wandering over here. Yeah. And I was like, all right. And I heard, a, I heard a shout out from uh, one of the Uncle John's band's guys. So is that you, one of your guitar Yeah, teachers? man, that's me. That was me. Like fifth grade to seventh grade, he taught me guitar. And just like, he actually, like, it's, it was really like uh, emotional a little bit, honestly. Because yeah. it was like, he like formulated like all those, like, I was like, okay, this is like what a musician could be. Like, I don't know. Like, I didn't have any musicians in my life. You go to Nashville and everyone's a musician. Everyone wants to do it. It's like a really good appeal but it's like in Tampa there's not that many people and like when I was young he was just like a mentor so it was like a huge honor to like play like right next to him and get, like, that get a shout, shout out, out yeah. get a yeah. shout out no. I shouted him out yeah yeah and it was perfect because like it, it felt like a, he was passing the torch over to you guys because he was really like you know the deadheads were all there and yeah like you said he just he had just finished and he was like hey my you know my old guitar student I can see him you know like he waved yeah. at you like that's so cool <laughs> that yeah true. I tried you know? to get up there. I didn't really hear it when he said it but then they were like dragging me up and I was sick yeah. <laughs> yeah it really felt like that though it was really that like helped me like that gave me some strength for sure yeah it kept me focused so did did you ever go to see Uncle John's band at Skippers? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they played like they play all around St. Pete too, yeah. Right on. They're really good. 
So are you guys more? You guys are more St. Pete based than Tampa based? When you no, here? no. I just I, when I go to see them, they're they're, they're usually playing somewhere. I feel there. like the I've always felt like the music scene over in St. Pete. Like we used to we used to be kind better, of like yeah. reggae ska. Yeah. A little like still a little bit. We throw it in there every now and then. Yeah. Like that's where the St. Pete we would always go be seeing the shows because that's where that shit is. Yeah. yeah. That's that's <laughs> there's a lot of that there. St. Pete's a really eclectic scene right now. Really so, so it's it's cool, man. Florida yeah. honestly is just like the more time I spend away from Florida, I realize like it's just the most like eclectic like culturally like i feel like it's so diverse yeah so yeah, your motherfuckers are weird <laughs> Texan, yeah yeah we're very songs. weird yeah but it is true like it that kind of happens when you leave like when you when you live here and then you go out of state for college or whatever and you come back you're like wait a minute there's actually cool shit here and at the Definitely. time i thought it all sucked but it's actually really cool you know yeah. so i think i love tampa more after i came back for sure absolutely the what weather is- i took the weather for granted too oh, for yeah. <laughs> we always do yeah <laughs> You're like, when is it going to get? Yeah. Trace, what is your impression of Tampa as like a... Is this your first time here? No, no, no. Because no. no. you, you guys played a couple years ago. We played it two years ago. And then I came I came to Tampa. Uh, we went to Anna Maria my freshman, our freshman year. Great place and to be. So, <laughs> dude, Tampa for me is like a fairyland, fairy tale, <laughs> fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Because every time I'm here, it's just party time. We're playing music. We're just... Uh, it, yeah. So it's, yeah, because yeah. for me and Con, we have our parents here. And so yeah. We got to right. have that in mind. But when like Alec and Trace come, it's They're like, on vacation. They're on yeah. 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 So I'm just yeah. living it up, man. Living it up. That's so cool. It's a good place to chill by the beach and get some sun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So tell me a little bit more about what's going on with Parrotfish then. What's uh what's the future hold? We just released a song with Callaway Martin who came out and he did a song with us called Alarms. And uh, we're releasing another one with him called Ha 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 coming up soon. And then we have like two or three new songs in the work that we're gonna be releasing. And then hopefully play a bunch of shows over summer but right now we're like writing and like really trying to just get music out trying to get shit out there yeah yeah, yeah for sure our live show has always been kind of more of a focus not, not more of a focus but like it's ended up that way we played so many shows that like uh, we played live so many times that like, we kind of want to get away from it and like just we're not get away from like live make, shows but just make time for us spread to, them out so that each live show is more of an experience rather than like oh I can and, see them and, any weekend yeah, also, yeah. but just have time to get content out because we've been just right. playing so many shows that we haven't had time to release the music that we've been playing right. half the set we play tonight is unreleased so, yeah we're yeah. terrible at social media so anyone out there that can help us Kendall Jenner if you listen to this just make a tweet just make one tweet yeah just get the people that did the fire festival get them <laughs> social we're throwing oh, maybe not are you doing your, your own fire festival? Yeah, I, I don't know. No, we're gonna as, as, refer to Ja Rule on this topic. We don't All right, know. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask <laughs> Ja Rule about it. Yeah, it's top uh, secret. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think right the, there, I think the thing with like releasing music and playing live, like we try not to like pride ourselves on one or the other. Like we try to make it like, all right, we, we can show up, play a show, and it'll be the thing. But like we want to make sure we're focused on. Yeah, that just recording, getting like stuff out there, because like if you if you play out live and then you don't have shit on Spotify, it's like what? Yeah, you know, yeah. It, what are people going to do? It goes that far, so it only goes that far. Yeah. So this is the this is the year of getting more shit on Spotify. Is what yes. I mean. We have a lot coming. This is like the year, like actually, like we got a, a lot. A lot of stuff has been recorded. Er, 
is in the process of being recorded or has been recorded, so we're just like queuing it up, about to just let it all rip. Awesome. Give it to you. Give it to him. So unfortunately, we don't have too much time here today because we're doing a lot of interviews, but any final things to say for Tampa or for the Cigar City radio crowd? Any um, more shout outs to Jesuit? What shout out Replay Guitar Exchange. Also, oh, yeah, yeah, Replay. Definitely. And <laughs> while you're here, man, save the reefs, man. Help the parrot fish out, dude. Yes, dude. Just be Do whatever mindful. you can. Don't don't pollute the oceans. Don't. We got a beautiful bay here, man. I see some trash in there sometimes, and Bayshore is my favorite part. I, I love to come down to Bayshore and drive down there and just look at shit. So like, yeah. just don't throw just don't throw your uh, Snickers wrapper in there. Yeah, you know? keep, <laughs> I'd, keep Bayshore I'd, clean. I've done it. Yeah, but. That's a good message. You that know? is a good message. Heck yeah. Yeah, I'm down no, with that. Yeah. Well, thanks a lot, Parrotfish, Thank for you. stopping by. <laughs> we'll uh, hopefully, come, next time you guys come to town, hit us up and we'll do a, we'll do a long